couldn't be more excited. We have AJ Andrioli from Sullivan Group Insurance joining us today. We're not in Hartford. We're in Worcester, Massachusetts, where Sullivan Group is located. We're here at O'Connor's uh, Restaurant and Pub in Worcester, Massachusetts, a beautiful establishment. I, I cannot tell you how many times I've been here before, and I will not uh, tell my wife how many times I've been <laughs> here before. Uh, but a wonderful, this is a Worcester staple. So much like Sullivan Group Insurance, has been in the community since 1957. We have O'Connor's Restaurant and Bar that we're here. Has been in business here in Worcester since 1989. You know, a great Central Mass establishment. Sullivan Group, a great Central Mass establishment. So we're we're excited to have this chat. I hope I hope you're ready, AJ. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing on. All right. On. So we we founded in 1957 uh, by William F. Sullivan, um, who instituted uh, a satellite sales concept where all of the partners have equity ownership of their business. None of our par uh, partners are employees of Sullivan Group. They're all self-employed. Um, Sullivan Group employees are customer service representatives, both on the commercial and personal side, our administrative staff, uh, as well as our accounting and bookkeeping staff. And it's been very successful and we've been able to attract and retain some very talented producers over the, over the, over the last 50 years um, because it fosters an entrepreneurial spirit. Everybody chases the types of business that they want to chase. We have some partners that focus strictly in technology and life sciences. We have some partners that focus strictly in real estate, uh, manufacturing and wholesale risks. Um, so where it's independent in a sense that everybody kind of eats what they kill, we're all one team. So if a producer happens to come across a relationship um, in an industry that they may not be as well versed in, and then another one of our partners has expertise in, well, we form a team. Uh, mm. We work together as a team. So um, we've been lucky enough and, and fortunate enough to find um, excellent producers, loyal partners. Our producers answer to our clients. Um, mm. Our producers work strictly for our clients. We serve as trusted advisors. We serve as risk managers. We serve as an extension of their team, um, working for them. Um, we don't work for an agency in a sense that we have sales goals. Um, we don't have um, responsibilities as far as growing certain sectors of business and certain sectors of industries. Um, our job is to find good clients and add value to them. So, um, oh, sorry. See, I told you I was going to interrupt you many feel times. Feel free. Feel free. So, so on that though, so, so help me understand this. So, so from a retention standpoint, right? So, so you write a, a producer writes a new piece of business, and 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 and, and Sullivan Group shares in that with you know with this um, producer. But I have to imagine, from a retention standpoint, this model means a lot more to your customers, right? So, so elaborate on that if you don't mind. Yeah, I, we're we're very proud to say that our retention is very high, and I think that comes back to a couple different reasons. I think number one, uh, the fact that our producers are so invested in their clients and work directly for their clients, we have, not to use a cliche, but we have skin in the game. Um, you know, our, our, our sole responsibility is to our client. They are, they are what keeps our lights on um, and we answer to them. Um, our responsibility as producers and owners is not to get a piece of business on the books and then go out and find a new one. It's, to, get a, it's to, to start a relationship with that client, become a valued member of their team, and stay with them for a long time. Um, and that's why retention's been so important to us because as we become part of a team, that relationship grows, the story gets better and the story gets longer. 
um, and as they're successful, we're successful. Hmm. So retention's more, it's, 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 it's predicated more on the value that we offer, the relationship that we build, and the service that we provide versus doing it in large numbers. We get to know our clients. We form relationships with our clients. Our clients trust us. You know, our goals as, as, as risks, risk advisors, insurance guys, um, we always say it is, are to become trusted advisors and to add value to the clients that we have. Um, and that trust is, is what enables our relationships to foster and to flourish for a long time because our clients trust what we do for them. They trust that we're putting their best interests um, as our sole goal and our sole mission. Um, and I think that's, that's the main reason how we're able to enjoy such high retention. So, so let me ask a question, just to like maybe boil it down a little bit. You know, we focus a lot, maybe I focus a lot on, you know, producers and carriers. But if you had some client, let's say, and they were out at dinner with someone just starting up a new business, and that person asked your client, hey, like, who do you deal with for insurance? Do they say, no, my insurance person is the Sullivan Group? Like, who's my insurer? Do they think it's the Sullivan Group? Right. Or do they know that it's the carrier provider? Yeah, do they say, good, good point. Do yeah. they say, I work with AJ. Here, oh, let me give you AJ's number. Do they say, I work with Sullivan Group? Or do they say, oh, I'm insured with XYZ carrier? We should just say the carrier names. Are we afraid to say the carrier names? We should just say, oh, or are we insured by Chubb? Like, who do they think? They say us. They say we're, you know, Sullivan Group's our insurance people. Sullivan Group, AJ's our insurance guy. That's what, that's our goal. Um, our goal is to be who our clients turn to for advice, who our clients turn to with questions, who our clients turn to when they need anything on their insurance and risk management services program. Um, do you think carriers appreciate that point? And be honest, and we could cut, you know. I do, we, I'll tell you, I, I, I do, um, in, in our world. Yeah. Um, because we spend uh, a good amount of time fostering our carrier relationships as well. Um, because it's a two-way street. Um, ultimately, our, our, our goal is to add, is get good clients, add value to them, and have them on the books for a long time. Become a valued, trusted advisor to them. Become a valued member of their team. At the same time, our carriers are, are what allow us to, mm -hmm. to do that. Um, when we present a risk to an insurance company, we're not just giving them a building that needs to be insured. We're giving them, there's a story behind every account. Uh, and there's a, there's a, a history of the business owner. Um, there's a goal of the landlord in question. Um, there's not just a building. There's not just a restaurant that needs to be insured. There's not just a, a car that needs to be insured. Um, and with the relationships that we have with the carriers, they trust that the accounts that we give them are going to be good accounts for them. We're never in the in the business of trying to go out and say, okay, I've got a I've got an underwriting list of acceptable classes of of whatever the case may be, I'm gonna go try to find those types of risk. The risks that we try to present to insurance companies are ones that, that, that we can framework the story. We can say that they're good family-owned businesses. They're good, they're well-run, they're well-managed business. Um, it may not be um, you know, a manufacturer of a certain product that fits in the underwriting silo that's on the sheet of paper, but it's a very well-run organization that's been in business for a long time, that's got great controls, um, and they're a good account that you should write. And with time, relationship, our carriers understand that. And I think that's what enables us to, to, to um, you know, have those relationships grow and be able to offer, you know, um, the products and services to our clients that we can. So you guys do, so what I'm hearing is, <clears throat> there's a lot of investment during that placement process with Sullivan Group where you're telling a story. 
you know, there's a there's a dialogue, there's you know a, a proposal, documentation, whatever the you know the, the media is. You're telling a story to your underwriters on why this is a good relationship that we have. We're not going to name any names here, but do you think do you think that's what your competitors are doing? Um, I mean, I, I, I can't answer obviously for our competitors. I, I do think um, that a lot of the, the underwriting side um, is becoming more digitized. Well, it, I shouldn't say I think it, it is becoming more digitized. Yeah. Um, carriers are, are, are expanding the types of businesses and types of risks that they'll accept quotes online. Yep. That we do the lion's share of the work, we do the information uh, inputting. You know, we do all the, you know, the, the pre-qualification, you know, and, and the, the underwriting cycle on their end seems to be less personally involved than it was in the past. Um, so you think they're losing, sorry, I, I, I told you no. I was going to interrupt you. Yeah, no, I didn't take it over because I was losing a my A thousand times and I'm, I'm, <laughs> only, I'm, only at, I'm only at 200, yeah. so you got no, eight more inter- 800 more interruptions. So, so there's a lot more placement that you've seen a lot more types of business, classes of business, risk, that are really just being processed through technology, right? Yeah. Do you, so so are the underwriters losing that personal touch with you as the agent? Because they don't have to touch it. They, it's, it's all going through their quote bind issue system, you know, and out, you know, 15 minutes later, you've got something. Is that relationship with you, AJ Sullivan Group, is that being lost as part of that? Do you think? I think it's it's different. Um, okay. To say that it's lost, I, I would say if I look at the industry back when I get into it in the late '90s and early 2000s, it's definitely different. Um, there used to be a lot more sitting around a table underwriting stuff on cocktail napkins, mm-hmm. you know, telling a story like this. Over yes. a beer. No, over That's a the beer. job I want. Yeah. Um, Send me back in time, because I, I think I would be good at that. It is, we had we had marketing reps for the Hartford, you mentioned before, yeah. that were with us for the longest time, and that's how we got business written. Um, now it's different. Um, now they, 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 they do, they put, they put it more kind of on us to pre-qualify risks. Um, is it losing the personal touch? We try to have it not because we try to maintain these relationships with our underwriters. We try to stay in contact with our underwriters. My, myself, personally speaking, for my book of business, it's exceptionally rare that I get a risk that is quote bound and issued without having a conversation with an underwriter. So let's first. talk about. So like you are dealing business with Carrier XYZ. You know you've got millions of dollars of book every single year with them. You submit something. Do you know an underwriter that you pick up the phone and call on certain accounts, or how, how do you, in today's world of you know submitting a cord and you know applications via email or going to their systems, how do you pick up the phone and actually tell the right story for you? Well, I think for my for myself and in our agency, we have the most success with consistent underwriting relationships. Mm. And kind of the nature mm-hmm. of the beast is that underwriters get transferred, they move from one unit to another, you know, they get promotions, they get their transfer, whatever. And there are some carriers where we have a different underwriter every month. And I have to, you know, if I have a pick carrier A, if I haven't placed a business with carrier A for a month, I may have to ask someone in our office, hey, who's the underwriter to handle this type of risk at carrier A? I don't know who it is. Some of our, our greatest success is when carriers have consistency with underwriting. 
And we may have to pick up the phone and talk to a different underwriter for a different type of business, but we're talking to the same person consistently. They know that we're calling them with something that they have a viable opportunity to write, sitting on the underwriting side. They know that we're not calling to blast an account out to the marketplace just to clog everybody's desk so no one, no one else can write, can, can write the account. We know that the account that, that, that they're talking to us to is an account that they have a good shot to write. And they know that we're bringing them a good account that, that they can become part of the, the, the team on. Continuity and consisting of underwriting has really enabled us to, to further the relationships and, and, and expand on the relationships that we have with some of our partner carriers. So I want to just take this to like a next logical step. So in American insurance, to what level do underwriters actually own a book of business? So it, in other geographies, underwriters own books of business. And when they go from carrier to carrier, they bring a book with them. In America, it's like a little bit more, in the US market, it's a little bit more subtle to that. But let me just say, if you had a great relationship with an underwriter and they were poached to go to another carrier that was gonna build out that, that line of business, that product, does that underwriter bring all their credibility with their relationship with you to the new carrier? I think to an extent, very much so. Um, you know, obviously, ultimately, as I said before, at the end of the day, it's it's the product and it's the por uh, the program that's the best fit for the client. For your client. Um, mm. But obviously, there's a there's a, a very comforting. It's a very comforting situation when we have a familiarity with an underwriter who we know they ask the right questions. We know that they're looking for the information that that is is, is really pertinent to doing the best job and putting the best proposal together for a client. Um, we know that they're a straight shooter. We know that they're in it to, to, to take care of us. And they know and, you. And they know us. They know you, they know AJ, they know Sullivan Group, they know all the other people within your organization. Which I think goes back to as as you can digitize this as much as you want, you can you can streamline systems, we can have upload, we can have download, we can have online quoting systems, we can have, you know, quote bind issue in five questions. We can do we do everything on the back end, but ultimately it's 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 a relationship business, and I know that's cliche. Everybody in insurance guy talks about being a relationship mm -hmm. issue, but it's a relationship business between the carriers, the, the, the carriers and the agents, and the agents and the clients. And indirectly, the carrier and the, 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 the client as well. So give me just a comment and a question, and, and then I'll, I'll be done. The comment is you can say that everyone in insurance says it's a relationship business. Nobody in carrier IT has ever said it's a relationship business. We think it's all just automated. So I think that's an important point that you should be hammering with us because it's it's what we've built this company on that relationships matter. So, but let me ask a question. You you made this you you've mentioned in passing this concept of a team, right? And it feels like there is a team of people that are looking after the risks of an insured. Tell me who's on this team. It feels like they cross organizations. Like who are the people that make up a team that's managing risk for one customer? So we, in our office, we have, and this is, these are, this is my speak, but we yeah. have our producer who's kind of in charge of, of each account, um, kind of the quarterback, captain of the team. Um, depending on the type of risk, depending upon uh, risk intricacies, depending upon class of business, it could have any one of our very talented customer service representatives who serve as a valued team member. They handle the day-to-day -day servicing. They handle the day-to-day -day account requests. Um, you know, they handle some carrier interactions. Uh, we also have an in-house claims department who, it's a really concierge claim service rather than having our clients report claims directly to the carrier and dealing with the claims adjuster and, and handling all that stuff. 
we guide them through the process um, so that from start to finish, we kind of have a hand in and hand holding uh, effort and servicing an account from start to finish. The partner carriers that we have, we know they have good products. We know they have robust you know, products that can address many of the exposures that the carriers have. And we know that we can trust the, the, the service and the claim service and the, claims, the level of claim service that these carriers offer based on our history and based on our relationship with them. So having said all that, speed is important. Um, being able to go into a system, get it turned around quickly, and know that the proposal that we have for our client is gonna be competitively priced, it's gonna have very broad coverage, and it's gonna be a, a good fit for a client is very important because that's what our clients expect and that's what our clients demand. So I think having a comfort level with the systems and with the, the, the products that these carriers are offer, offer on the business that can be turned around like that, um, speed is, is definitely important. Yep. It's definitely important. But it's no, not- No, I, I understand you want it all. It's not the type of situation <laughs> no. where, if, no, but if a new company came in and said, hey, we can quote and bind an account in five minutes with four questions, I'd say, that's great. Tell me about the coverage. Tell me how that's gonna help my it client. So AJ, we've talked a lot about your relationships with your underwriters and that revolving door in some instances that you see and the struggle that that creates your agency when you have that revolving door in those carrier relationships. We've talked about the carrier relationships where you have this longevity. I, I think we all read the same magazines. I think we all read the same, you know, reports about the, you know, this talent cliff in the insurance industry and the challenge of recruiting new people into this industry. How is that a challenge for Sullivan Group? Are you able to find new new producers, new servicing staff, new claims people? You know, where do you struggle if you do, and what makes you different? and being able to attract new and you know interesting talent into your agency? That's a, that's a great question. And, and what we've committed to over the past year is we call it our Recruit, Coach, and Grow program. Um, the key to our business is, is longevity, is our people. Mm -hmm. um, and we are firmly committed to recruiting people that want to become part of something that's bigger than them. Um, the fact that it's the insurance business can be can be somewhat secondary. You know, we want to attract and recruit young people who want to be part of something that's special, that want to grow, they want to be part of a team that's growing, and they want to make plays, and they want to they want to help people out. Um, and that's why we're we're focused on the next generation of people of coming up um, to to foster their love of being a part of something to be part of an organization that's growing, that's gonna be here for a long time, that's doing good things for our clients, is doing good things to our, for our community. And we've been, we've been quite successful in doing that. We have three or four younger people um, that have come to us right out of college with absolutely no insurance business experience whatsoever. As customer service people, both on the commercial line side and on the personal line side, they're learning the business. They're learning the relationship side of it. They're learning how to, to service accounts. They're learning how to deal with people. They're learning how to deal with underwriters. And we're hoping that they're gonna be kind of the next generation of our, our business. And and we've struggled in, in, in the past to try to find experienced people to, to, to fit those roles because, you know, with experienced people comes experience and they do things that, <laughs> 
And that's sometimes good, bad baggage, well, right? It's, yeah. You know, it's not so much bad baggage, but it's, you I'm know, I'm going to get that stitched on a throw pillow. You know, <laughs> with experienced people come experience. And they do things the <laughs> way they've face. done it. They, yeah. they handle things yeah. the way they've always handled it, and they do things the way they do it, which isn't always bad, but it's not necessarily, you know, the, the, the way that, that, not the way that we feel it should be done, but the way that we'd, we'd like to have it done and the focus that they want on the client. Um, so that's why we've kind of we've kind of adjusted our recruiting strategy to bring up the next generation of our business. And so far, we've had some pretty good success with it. You know, you know people in your career, and you've come up with people, and you're like, you know what? This person has the right skills. Let's bring them in. Every time we try it, it's a disaster. Better to hire young people on personality than experienced people on skills, because because I think that the personality and drive matters more than anything. I don't see it happening a lot in insurance, and I think that we'll be the ones looking pretty good in 10 years when those people are all the experts. We've hired multiple people, and I can't decide which of them, but I'm certain it will be one of them. I'm going to end up working for one of them, and uh, you know, it's such a rewarding thing. And I don't understand why the rest of the industry is doing such a bad job bringing yeah. new people in. Really, so so uh, I think it's a testament to the way we started this conversation and how you know you structure how how Sullivan Group is organized as a business and how you you know how you I don't want to say employees they're not they're they're all team members they're so it's a really it's a testament to that and hearing you say that you know you provide an organization that you know it has purpose you know in the community in the industry uh, so it's it's excellent you know and, and you know we think we do something similar and it's worked for us so we can see that you know clearly that's a differentiator for you and Sullivan Group you're providing an environment you're providing purpose to people their insurance expertise and knowledge probably is meaningless when they first come on board right because you know with that right person that you know is bought into your methodology you know that they're going to be there for you know for years and years to come you know, how do you how do you progress this team what is what does that look like well the, the beauty is is that our younger staff and our younger talent they're very eager to learn they're very eager to grow um, they're learning the business they're learning how to to handle problems they're learning how to solve problems they're learning how to deal with people and I think that's not only is it helping in their their professional growth but it's helping in their personal growth as well and they've they've definitely evolved um, from uh, younger fresh out of school with no experience to polished professional um, employees in a very short period of time. It must be so rewarding for you. It's great, it's great to see. We think that our, our listeners, our audience, they need to know, they need to understand more about these relationships, about the importance of the independent agency, about how much you look after and care for your clientele and what that means to you know your carrier partners as well. This was excellent. It, it was I hope fantastic. we didn't. I hope we didn't bother you too much. We absolutely no. did. It. I yeah. want to make. I wanna we only interrupted nine hundred and forty-seven. No, this is what we do. I'm tired of apologizing for it. You know, one of the things that I, I think is very important on the carrier side is that we need to. We need everyone to understand more about what happens closer to the check. Right? These carriers get all this money in. It all comes through you guys, and I don't think they understand like what it actually is like to be on the front lines, risk managers making this happen. So I, I think that 100% where you may have thought some of this stuff was common sense or it's just what you do, so much of this is going to be absolutely ground. It's gonna, light bulbs are gonna go off across the industry. So thank you so much for, for adding a little bit of your insight into this. It's my pleasure, I appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, AJ, and thank you for uh, hosting us here at, uh, at O'Connor's. What a, what a great establishment. This is so the best. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you.